and uh, we're going to learn together something from the Pasha the Shavuah, the Pasha of Nitzavim. This year is the year last year before Rosh Hashanah, Tavshin Pei Gimel, and we're honored that this year is being given in loving memory of Dr. Chuck Feldman, Zichron Olivracha. You know, stories have a beginning and they have an end. And this story, the Book of Dvarim, is a story that is being told by Moshe Rabbeinu. It's his story. And it's his, there are his ideas. And it's something that he's leaving his people with. I mean, he's leaving them. He's going to be buried outside of Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Canaan. And they are going to continue on their way to Eretz Canaan. But I think it's reasonable for us to ask, where exactly is the beginning of the story? And where is the end of the story? Most reasonably, we're interested in the end of the story. Because we're at the end of the book of Zvarim. And we would like to know, we'd like to know how the story ends. So I would, uh, I would say, if you look at Dvarim Periglamet, that's the text that is printed. Is it Periglamet Pasuk Aleph? It says, When all these things happen to you, all the things that you are promised. How did the camera? When they all happen to you, and that we could put in like a comma. All the blessings and all the curses. So if I rewrite this part of the Pasuk, I say, that's history. That's what's going to happen. They're going to be good times, and they're going to be bad times. And, uh, and the good times will be interchanged by bad times, and the bad times interchanged by good times. And that's the nature of history. You don't get to where you want to go, but you're always missing it. You're always missing it. So the Pasuk says, All these things that we spoke about in last week's parasha, in Kitabo, all the bad things that will happen if you do bad and all the good things will happen if you do good, History. I gave it to you. I told you about it. There's a promise in the parasha that you're going to do tshuva. In, in any of the countries, so again, again, you see that things turn around. They turn around and turn around. Good things become bad things and bad things become good things. And somehow I'm supposed to believe that the promise that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made and will, will remain. There'll be an ultimate purpose to history. 
an open purpose, uh, ultimate purpose to history. Now we remind ourselves of the beginning of the book of Devarim. When Moshe Rabbeinu went through the history of the Jews from Yitziat Mitzrayim until Arvot Moab, until the the uh, the plains of Moab, where they found themselves now. We asked ourselves, we asked ourselves then, like, why did Moshe Rabbeinu take the time to go through all of this? Was it something he was spreading? He was spreading distress and depression. They people look, you know, it's hopeless. You're not going to be able to overcome your Yetzer Hara, your evil inclination. Just as in the past, so too in the future. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu is telling them. It seems to me, not to, it seems like a little difficult. Isn't it a little difficult that Moshe Rabbeinu is, is spreading hopelessness. He's telling Bnei Israel that there's nothing they can do to change what they are. There's nothing what they that they can do to change the fact that they are not able to maintain. They're not able to maintain their their standard. Idolatry keeps coming up again and again. I mean, anybody who's learned the books of Yoshua and Shoftim and Shmuel and Melochim, all of those books, even before you get to the prophets, Shaya, Yirmiya, Yechezkel, before you get there, it's really kind of a, 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 a proof that B'nai Yisrael don't, does not have the strength of personality in order to maintain themselves in a world of idolatry. They can't do it. So that this brachava klala is just going to continue forever. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu says at the outset. But here at the end, and this last in the last peric really of the of the book, I mean there are prakim that come afterwards for whatever reason, but this is, could be called the last peric. Right? When when it runs out of steam, when history comes to an end. When there's no longer bracha and klala, vashevota elevavecha, then somehow you will come back to yourselves. Elevavecha bechol agoyim in all of the nations. Let's go back to the beginning now. So, what was Moshe Rabbeinu telling Bnei Yisrael in chapter one, two, up to chapter thirty? When Moshe Rabbeinu kept saying, Bnei Yisrael, you know, you better watch yourself. You better be careful. You better not not try to to be tricky here because you're not going to be able to do it. You don't have the strength of personality. You don't have the ability to live up to the standard that a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants. So you better not, you better not try. So that really sounds like depression. Here's Moshe Rabbeinu says to me, it says, I'm bringing you to, to Canaan. I'm bringing you up to Canaan. But you should know it's going to be terrible. 
going to be terrible. You're not going to be able to, to live the life you're supposed to live. You're not going to be able to do what you're supposed to do. It's just going to be terrible. It'll be terrible. Now, even if you learn like the Ramban, you remember the Ramban? The Ramban is the one who said, no, that's not what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. Moshe Rabbeinu is saying, you know, even though you were so bad, and even though you did such terrible things, and even though you had no, I mean, you can't imagine anything worse than uh, than the Egel Azahab, than the Golden Calf. So he says, oh, you did that. You did all of that. Nevertheless, the Ramban says in his introduction, the Ramban says, nevertheless, you are, uh, you, you, you are God's concern. You remain God's interest. God wants you to get to Eretz Canaan. God wants you to be reasonable. All of that. Even if you, so even if you hold from the explanation of the Ramban, it's still true. That history is against us, not all the time, not every day, but cumulatively. We can't get out of it. We can't get out of history. Well. So that's why that's the end. When all these things happen to you, history. There'll be a great time of Tshuva. Okay. And you will do Tshuva and come back to the way of HaKadosh Baruch And you will follow my directives. Well, how come? How could that happen? How is it going to happen? How is it going to happen with Moshe Rabbeinu at the beginning of Devarim? Is going to be canceled out by Moshe Rabbeinu at the end of Devarim? He says, You, all of you, you are intensively going to do tshuva. And God will ultimately have mercy. So suddenly tshuva and geula, geula's redemption, physical redemption, tshuva and geula become become synonymous, right? That God will will enable you to do tshuva, and the tshuva will enable God to take you back to all of the the nations from which you were dispersed. But so what? If there's no hope, there's no hope. Right? Even if you are in an unlikely spot, God will bring you back. God will bring you back like, you know, like if you're in Ethiopia. God will bring you back. So we say again, God will take you back. God will take you back from where you are to the place you should be. 
פסוק ה' ויביאך השם כאן לארץ אשר יהושע אבותיך וישתוות עמך ובך ואבותיך God will bring you back to the place that you should be so I ask again if B'nai Yisrael are not able to conquer their inclinations if they're not able to do what they're supposed to do if the history of B'nai Yisrael if the history of B'nai Yisrael in the desert is the defining notion that B'nai Yisrael carry around with themselves if all of that is true then what difference does it make to me if there's a time of respite when God brings it back there it's Canaan and allows us to flourish a little bit because ultimately we're not going to make it. Ultimately we're going to disappoint the Rebun of Shalom. We're going to disappoint God. And if we're going to disappoint God, I mean the, the result will be exile. And exile will once again bring us to the state where we need redemption. And so nothing has happened. And so nothing happens and suddenly we come to the critical pasuk. Umal Hashem al-Kechad levav levavcha. God will circumcise your heart. Vet levav zaracha. You know, I read a pasuk like that. Umal Hashem al-Kechad means God will circumcise your heart. That lebab zarechan the hearts of your progeny, lava. Get them to love Hashem Elokecha bechol lebabcha bechol nafshecha leman chayecha. So what does that pasuk say? Umal Hashem Elokecha lebabcha. So here's the Ramban. Okay, you get the possibility God will circumcise your heart, whatever that might mean, physically. But we understand the idea of it. Circumcision is an act of completion. After circumcision, the baby is the way it should have been. For some reason, it was not born that way. So we have to fix it. And we do. We fix it. And that fixing is called milo, or circumcision. So, the Rabban says this, this is a reference to the Gemara statement, somebody who wants to be a pure, a, a pure kind of person, he, he receives support. He, uh, he, he, he receives support. I promise you, 
שתשוב אליו בכל לבבך, and you will return to God בכל לבבך. and God will help you. God will help you. So that what that means, and what the Ramban is saying, is that eventually, at the end of history, we will undergo a change, a physical, like a physical change. We, Am Yisrael, the people of Israel, will undergo a physical change whereas following the word of God becomes simple and obvious. Something that is perfectly uh, perfectly possible for us. Something that the, the positive history no longer will imply negative history. But somehow we will be under divine control and support. Here the Ramban says something wonderful. Look at this. From the time of creation, from the time of creation until, until now, every person has the option of becoming what he wishes to become. He could be righteous, he could be wicked. And all the time that the Torah exists in the world, right? When Am Yisrael received the Torah, this opportunity of Bechira, of choosing, exists. Kedei in order, all of this is in order that the Jews in the world who receive the Torah should have the merit of choosing goodness and punishment for doing wicked, wickedness. The Ramban says, in the messianic era, it's going to become, it will become Teva, nature. It'll be, it'll be God's, man's nature to do the right thing. Your heart will not desire things that are not, that are not worthy. And won't have any interest in them. And that's why we mention circumcision. Desire. And the, the niceness of things that you, that you appreciate. It covers up the heart. And when the Pesach says, God will circumcise your heart, that means you will undergo a change. And that change will enable you to be good all the time. And not exercise your free will. You won't be exercising your free will in order to be good sometimes. A tzaddik will be your rasha sometime. So this is the end of history. 
מה השם הלוקח את לבבך? It's the end of history. History is when we make the choice. And because we are the way we are, we often make the wrong choice or bad choice. But the Geula Shlema, the fulfillment of the Geula, of the redemption, is going to come with Mol Hashem Lokech Levavcha. With God changing your nature. We understand that the Rambam, the Rambam didn't mention this idea because for the Rambam, a change in Teva, a change in the nature of things, a change in the way the world was created was not something that he uh, uh, found acceptable. Whereas for the Ramban, the Ramban, who took any statement that came from heaven, from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as literal. That's the, the purely literal statement that God, uh, God presented from heaven. For the Ramban, for the Ramban, that was, that was the way it's going to be. So, the Ramban says, means a change in the nature of the people. Your people are liable to make a mistake about their choices and their decisions about whether they want to be a tzaddik or they want to be a rasha. He says, that's true. But God will effect a dramatic change in your heart, meaning in your inclinations, in the place that you want to be, in the place that you want to get to. And so, and so I say, this is the end. This is the end of the book of Dvarim. The book of Dvarim is somewhat depressive. I mean, it indicates that we're not able to do as God directed us clearly and, and objectively. We, we just can't, can't do it. And that's why we're stuck. That's why we're stuck here in, uh, Bracha and Klala. We're stuck in Bracha and Klala. And this will all change. This will all change when Mala Hashem Lutechad Lebabcha. Kodesh Baruch is going to change the nature of things. Teva will be, will be changed. The nature of things, the Teva, will no longer be as it is. But we will be able to act in accordance with uh, in accordance with the divine will. So I wish you all Shana Tova, Diva Tova, and we'll get together again after after Rosh Hashanah, I think. All the best. Shana Tova. Thank you. All the best.